0: What do you think is George Pickens' ceiling? What do you think he could be on a scale of, say, oh, Justin Jefferson to Chase Claypool? Good morning to you. Good Wednesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Steelers. And yes, I just thought of that scale in the moment. (laughs) It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into hockey and or baseball. I also offer daily shots of Penguins and Pirates where you found this. Pickens had a wonderful rookie year. I am not going to suggest anything to the contrary. In fact, one of the things that probably doesn't get acknowledged nearly often enough is that Pickens wasn't just a rookie. He's 21 years old. He's got growing to do. He's got physical growing to do. He can fill out a little bit more. You don't want to do anything to affect the speed and the athleticism, obviously, and so forth. But we've seen it in second years of NFL pros, including at the receiver position, that they will get a little bigger, a little stronger, a little more sure of themselves physically. He's obviously going to become a lot more aware of his NFL surroundings. He's going to become even more confident. And believe it or not, there's more room for that. He's got a lot of it as it is. And this is someone who routinely says, put it in the sky, just put it in the sky, meaning he'll get it wherever it is that you send it in his direction but with additional performance, with additional uh, not just practice reps, but game reps, and feeling like you're gonna get the ball, there can be even more of a swagger to his game. Now, if you go back over his rookie year, 52 catches for 801 yards, a 15.4 average along a 42 and four touchdowns. And it still feels like he only got the ball. No more than a fraction of the times that you wanted him to get the ball, that you felt he could have gotten the ball. If only, you know, you can always go at the quarterbacks, you can go at the coordinator one way or another. It's got to happen. It's going to happen. He needs to become in 2023, and I believe that he will become this team's number one wide receiver. What can you expect at Point Park University in downtown Pittsburgh? Respect. Rigor. Relevance. That's the Point Park pledge. You'll be treated with respect while being challenged and supported academically to graduate with career-ready, relevant skills. Visit pointpark.edu to learn more. Because when I see George, I don't just see the straight line that Matt Canada was drawing up for him in the first half of the schedule. I don't see that. I don't see uh, to... Reparaphrase Mike Tomlin's old line about Mike Wallace the one-trick pony. I, I don't see that with this player. I see someone who can get the ball across the middle and then sprint and make things happen even off of quick pitches. I saw a guy this year who took an inside handoff coming way from the left and he was supposed to go way to the right but when his football sense took over And he saw that the goal line wasn't being covered like right there in front of him. He just went, "Eh, okay, I'll just do that and dropped his left shoulder over the goal line. That's that's a guy who's got a lot more coming. You know, we've seen the 50 50 balls that end up looking like 80 20 balls like Randy Moss style. We've seen the hyper ridiculous acrobatic athletic catches. The stuff that we've never seen before. We've seen the raw speed, meaning the straight line speed, the ability to just run away from people. But we've also seen enough quickness in tight quarters that he gradually got a little bit better, if you noticed, at getting more open. Not Deontay Johnson open, and there's not many players in the NFL who can do that, but more open. And presenting a steadier, more consistent target, including on scrambles for Kenny Pickett. And that's going to go a long way in the future once uh, not just Pickens, but all of the wide receivers and the tight ends, and for that matter, Najee Harris, become more used to where Kenny goes and what he wants to do when he's forced out of the pocket or he just voluntarily runs out of the pocket because he can do it either to the right or to the left. It's one of Kenny's... Better skills, I think. Pickens can become a big part of that, a big, big part of that. He doesn't just have to be that guy who's your downfield target or your third and long target. So, what is that ceiling? What can he be? Oh, I mean, I'm not super big on predicting the future, but I'm also not super big on looking at the very best player at his position on the planet, meaning Justin Jefferson with the Vikings or even a Jamar Chase or someone like that, not that that's any knock on Chase, and saying, well, yeah, be like that. You don't have to. You can be your own guy. You can succeed in your own offense in your own way. But you know what? You've watched him. I've watched him. Would you put any kind of cap on what he can become? Would you think to yourself, yeah, but, you know, he might be this or he might be that, but I don't want to go too far. Why not? Why not? Look at the things that he's capable of doing that other mortals aren't capable of doing. Other mortals in his exact same profession at his exact same level aren't capable of doing. And ask yourself why you would limit that. Even in your imagination, why you would limit that. Because of wide receiver diva stereotypes? Nope. Not with this one. Not with this one. He had a couple outbursts because he wanted the ball thrown his way and he was running the same routes again and again and again. I'm not wild about dealing with it the way he did, but it's not like he was wrong. Might some longer standing fans be a little wary of him because you had the same thoughts or similar thoughts about Martavis Bryant or even Claypool when he first showed up and made that unbelievable catch in East Rutherford, New Jersey, and you thought, wow, that's just one of the best things I've ever seen. He's going to be incredible, and he ended up being somebody you were really, really happy to see go for a second rounder. Just, he's he's himself george is himself he's got a head on his shoulders he's got a cool head on his shoulders but he also knows knows that he's got way more in him than what we just saw let's let's let it play out we come back j1q who says, D.K., how do we really feel about former Steelers winning a Super Bowl? Uh, A.B. and Lev Bell, they don't bother me. They no longer wanted to be Steelers. I know we gave it another shot with Juju, but he got hurt. I'm only asking because what happens if we move on from Deontay Johnson and he ends up in with the Chiefs? His biggest strength is his route running ability. He would be dangerous. And, of course, I know this is just hypothetical thinking but i'm curious how do we feel when our players who we drafted leave and win the big one especially the wide receivers i didn't even mention emmanuel sanders it's it's good stuff chris and the pattern that you have there with the receivers i'm gonna be honest isn't something that really even crossed my mind when you put it that way but i've got two responses for you and the first one is this is going to sound a little unkind but so be it I wouldn't be excessively worried about Deontay coming up big in big games based on his history to date in Pittsburgh. I don't know what it is with him in such settings. I don't know why he doesn't strike me as being someone who is, you know, fearful of stadiums and loud noises and whatever else could be going through your head in such a situation. But, uh, there's no mistaking it. When you see him in a game that the Steelers really need or against a really tough opponent or in a road setting, it tends not to go well. And you're right. He has, and I mentioned this in the opening segment myself, elite route running capabilities. Ben Roethlisberger once said of him that he can't be covered. Okay, well, that's great. But you got to catch the football. And then after you catch the football, you've got to develop a skill other than the one in which you run backward. How long do you think Andy Reid, by the way, would put up with that? So I sure wouldn't sweat that part of it. Two, you know, I see guys that I like winning a Super Bowl, and I'm kind of okay with it. You know, I mentioned on this program, leading into the weekend of the big game just a couple of weeks ago that I would have loved to seen Javon Hargrave come away a Super Bowl champion. would have loved it. I, I don't really care about Juju, but you know, Hargrave is a guy that really, really carried himself in Pittsburgh with a lot of class, uh, worked his rear end off you know and made himself uh, an impact NFL starter. After having been a third-round pick in Pittsburgh, that's that's good stuff. If he'd been wearing a ring, that would have been okay by me. But Lev as a backup, AB as a, a three or a four target in that offense. Our Juju had a nice second half, obviously, in the Super Bowl. He was involved in the pivotal play and drawing the holding penalty. I don't know that he was a star in the game, but, you know, he certainly, he certainly left an imprint on it. And I, no emotions for me. I, I assume that's what you're asking because if you're asking me to speak for everybody, that's something that I never do. But my own were kind of like, eh, whatever. There's a couple of guys that have been there that I really thought would be great, though. You know, and, and Hargrave was one of them. But for the most part, you know, when guys leave Pittsburgh, uh, it I have so much to do right here in covering this team and the other two teams in town that I I don't really get all that focused on what their lives are like once they leave. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Steelers. We will do another one of these tomorrow.